Get into Gate. This is episode 156. We are talking Stargate back to SG1 this week. Most of the Get Into Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty Gibson. Yo. Brendan Gibson. Yes. And Reese Gibson has corona, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, he's in quarantine. <laughs> he's now dead. He's not got the corona. He might be sinking some coronas, but yeah, uh, that sounds he, has, like he hasn't it. got the rona. So far, we are safe. He's just waiting at the front of Woolies to get some toilet paper. He's got the shits. Just bogarting the quilting. A big shout out to uh, all of our international uh, listeners and just international viewers of Australia and and all the attention, love and support and prayers and thoughts you've been sending us for the last, you know, five, six months. We went through bushfire crisis our entire summer. We were on fire and now we are in an epidemic where we are running out of toilet paper. (laughs) Um, Somehow people think that is going to solve the coronavirus epidemic. Or what Um, eight cases that we've got in the country. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, let's I mean, buy. look, let's let's be honest. I'm embarrassed by it. Um, I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about the latest episode of season eight that we are up to. We're uh, we're all into it. We went into new order on our last SG1 podcast. We are into lockdown right now, so we're going to go uh, see what this says in the old synopsis, and then we're all just going to have a chat and see what we thought. Usually, we throw it over to Reese, being our newbie, but so uh, we're just going to have a little bit of a general chat, and probably a good thing that Reese isn't here because uh, this one revolves a lot around his favorite character, Daniel Jackson. Let's have a look. <laughs> When Jackson contracts a mysterious illness from a Russian colonel, O'Neill is convinced that a contagion has infected the base and orders a lockdown. There's the title. But when Jackson reveals that he was actually possessed by Anubis, who is now loose on the base, O'Neill must discover the identity of the new host. Bang. I'm surprised the synopsis didn't say, oh shit, we've been renewed, we need Anubis back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that. They just made Baal the new guy. Mm. Yeah... I think they should have. I should think it's just like with Anubis, I'm like, should have left it. Yeah. <laughs> should have left it. Just in the air. It, it mm. really reminded me that opening shot of seeing like the entity before you knew that it was Anubis just sort of like disappearing into the um, space shuttle or whatever. Oh, the International Space Station. Yeah. It, it, oh, it, was, it was a full-on space station. Of course it was. I think yeah. it was, yeah. And it... I swear there was a season one, maybe episode like 10 or 12. It was very early of season one of the X-Files. Exactly the same thing. There was like this floating entity in space that right. like found itself go into, uh, whether it be a ship or a station in space, and it cut to black to go into the opening credits. So what you're saying is this is actually like another sci-fi show you've been watching, Mitchell? No, I wouldn't say that. I would oh, never okay. say that because this is not the place <laughs> to say this sort of thing. It's about um, Stargate, mate. But it, sort of, it, threw, it threw me off because, I again, it's been a long time since I've seen this episode, so I, I didn't. Remember that they brought Anubis back, and certainly not mm. like this. And while I always felt like Anubis was, you know, not quite hitting the roof of his potential, and then when he died, I was like, "Geez, we really haven't, you know, hit that Apophis level love of a bad guy, and 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 the the worthiness that that and the, and the the standard that he left so many seasons ago." A lot of people love Baal. Like oh, they love yeah. him. Baal is, f- yeah, absolutely a, a very clear second, very close second. And for me, so like I do love Baal, but I feel like he gets watered down a little bit in mm. later seasons, which is kind of takes takes a shine off him for me. Yeah, but mm. we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, there's an element in season nine where I'm like, oh, yeah. they jumped the shark there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but and he is kind of delegated to almost like Anubis's lieutenant throughout this season. He's kind of got to answer to Anubis. Yeah, right. Throughout this season, and I'm like, oh, is that? But it is still fun. It is fun because I mean, we we basically yeah, we so got no real ball. Anubis isn't dead then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, we left him frozen on a planet, so you're just assuming he's just stuck in that body forever. Oh man, he was in space. It's colder in space than it is on that planet. Of course, he's getting away. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you, do you really think after, uh, after, yeah. after, after killing him in Lost City, do we really think that the, this is how we're going to bring him back for one episode? I don't to, know, Mitch. So You're pretty in... much the new guy. What were yeah, your I, thoughts? I'm back to being a new guy, and as much as I don't remember the episode and that it was all about Anubis, that end shot, zooming away mm. from old mate Frozen on that planet, I was like, I rem- that was like an iconic shot that I remember. Yeah, I always yeah. remember that too. Yeah. For me, this episode, you need to see it. This isn't... This isn't the one I skip, but it's the one I fast forward. Yeah, right. Yeah. I kind of skip through. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is important. But a lot of the lead up is kind of like, meh. Mm. Yeah. Like, I forgot that he was inside Daniel Jackson. I'm like, oh, so Anubis was in Daniel. Mm. That's so weird. They were both ascended beings. Yeah, yeah. And then he's possessing him. Yeah, and he, yeah, was, in, was, weird. he was in Carter at one point. Is he like in everyone except for Tilk? Like he's in Jack at one point as well, I That's think. That's right, yeah, yeah. I think he, he makes the rounds. He gets through yeah. everybody except for Tilk, I think. Mm. So is he meant to be taking their knowledge or like Gwaiwold would? Mm. That's what is weird for me. It's like, mm. oh, I guess... Because he knows... Uh, what's his name? Colonel uh, Vaseline. <laughs> Vasilov. Colonel Vasilov. He's in he's in him a fair bit, so he's always obviously he's in control of the body. Yeah. So he talks about what's it, what it's like in Russia and how much he respects O'Neill and SG One and and Stargate Command a lot. So I'm like, so obviously he has the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I think he he definitely gains it as he goes through because they do that whole thing where once they are in lockdown. There's like, okay, we've set it into three separate areas. These people have the one code. These people have another code. And these people have another code. Mm. So I was like, Anubis can pass through and get them. But at no point can he occupy three people at the same time to Mm. activate those codes at the same time to get where he needs to, like, to get someone into the gate room and get out of there. That's I think that's the way they sort of get around that. But, yeah, I would assume that as he goes through, he's... You know, he can access the knowledge of, of somebody. But it might be a it might not be like a download. It's like while he's in them, he can access their mind, but when he leaves, he's probably not gonna have instant recall of like their childhood memories or mm. anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I just found that so, was like a bit of a hole, a bit of a gap in the storyline. Yeah, it would have been nice to fulfill that, but maybe they would have got bogged down and, and how do you how do you track that, I guess. Unless it's like, you know, if Anubis went from Sam to Daniel and then when he leaves Daniel suddenly Daniel has some of Sam's memories, mm. you know, would be a way for them to mm. tie that through or something like that. But yeah, yeah they'd be, given that, you know, there's a big part in sort of the middle of the episode where it's them just kind of waiting around, yeah. kind of waiting him out. I think that's when it kind of falls a little bit flat and you're just like, oh, okay. For just... me, I, was, I wasn't confused about that they've, they've sectioned off into three parts, but I'm like, what's stopping him from getting through? I mean, obviously they let him through, but I was like, yeah, of course he was going to do that. Yeah. Like jump from person to person like that um, Fallen movie with mm. with uh, Denzel. That's what it reminded me of. Mm, like, I don't think I've seen that. He's, he's, in that movie, he's a demon and he kind of jumps through oh, people. Oh, cool. It's a really cool movie. But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It's like, well, of course he can use the code and unlock it and then go to the next person and do that. Yeah. For me, yeah, I, I didn't drag as much for me, but maybe because I haven't seen it for a lot, mm. lot, lot longer than you guys. Yeah. I I really liked that part of the plan. Like, I thought that was good, you know, management by the new general, you know, Neil. Like, to say, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. Yep, split us up, and we're just going to lock ourselves away. And what were they initially there for? It was like, was it like, was it like two weeks or something? A couple like, of weeks. I think one yeah. oh, it's been nine yeah. days or something. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a while. And then he gets the call from the president and says, this shit's got to end tomorrow, right? We're pumping money and you guys are going to get back to Six work. Days. Yeah. Six, Six days. Six days, right. 
and then him going, okay, yeah, no worries, sir, then jumps back on and going, anyway, President said we're here indefinitely, it's all up to us, we're just going to stay here, we've got plenty of supplies, we'll find a way to get some shit down here, but uh, get comfortable, yeah, like, I love good that. plan made, I love like, that. I just like that, like, off the cuff, like, I really liked his, it, he, it, there's no one to answer to on base like there normally would be, and he was just making decisions, not, maybe not as, like, re- instant reactive like O'Neill would have been on a normal mission or something. I, he was actually thinking like old O'Neill by way of being a new general. Um, yeah, it's like, a bit more of a burden on his shoulder. Yeah. And they touch on that a bit more in Zero Hour, which is the next SG-1 yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Next one. Which I kind of feel like should have been... They first. Yeah, it should have yeah. been first. I think, yeah. I think next SG-1 episode, Zero Hour, should yeah. have been in this position and Lockdown should have been the following one. I think. Yeah, yeah, I wonder right. if they uh, just did that. Yeah. I think oh, they definitely they, should have been first. I think the they did film the first like four out of order, and that's why Tilk's hair kind of jumps around a bit in terms of thicknesses and yeah. growth and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So and I, the sideburns, oh, woo! loving it. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Chris. We can only handle so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're already She's coming in too looking sexy like that. now. Yeah. <laughs> all, all we need is like a, a season four throwback where suddenly like four inches of his sideburns are bleach white, blonde, yeah. Oh, yeah. like his little chins tickle up. Tilk. What's with the white? <laughs> Why gonna be white? And speaking of Tilk, he acquires his apartment on Tuesday. Mm. Oh. Ooh. And you, yeah, you get to see that. You get to see it. Yeah, which is cool. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I remember that. I remember mm. a, uh, someone who lives nearby. Um, yeah, baby. For a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I, re- I feel like there's a good reason that I remember that for a good reason. Because um, she was in Smallville. It's Lois yeah. Lane. Get yeah. the- and she's yeah. and she's married to Anubis in real life, the guy that plays Anubis and that played um Soka. Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Again, I can only yeah. handle so much, guys. So incestuous. Okay. Wow. Really, Lois. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yep. And then she was in the series with Shanksy later on. Bloody hell! It's all coming together. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Well, Great. and he's he's even more of a bit of a comic book tie-in for you. Mitchell, you love this one. Uh, the German, the Russian guy, Colonel Vasilov. Well, yes, Vaseline. Vaseline. I like that. Where, have I, where have I seen him before? His cause... name is Gavin Hood. Does that ring yes. a bell to you? He, oh, Gav. He is the, the director. Out. No, he is not a director. He yes, is the he is. director of X Men Origins yeah. Wolverine. Oh, you poor yeah, bastard! I know. And Cannot see... catch a break. <laughs> He gets Anubis AIDS and then he and then he and then he directs and then he ruins X-Men the X Men franchise. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I don't blame oh, him for that one. Shit. I mean it was that was not fun. He's, no, he's the reason everyone hated Wolverine. I can't for a believe while. that. Like he didn't strike me as like, hey, you're a good He maybe, didn't write maybe, it. Maybe he got into it. was it. probably Cooper. <laughs> but he just directed it. Yeah. See, I wanna I know mm-hmm. he not he, even he, Russian. Not even wow. Russian. What is he? Like, he's Canadian. Is he Canadian? Because yeah. I feel like he had some... Uh, I'll tell you what he is. He's a f***ing asshole for making that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he had some like very successful uh, foreign film, like very you know character-driven, independent, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And like Hugh Jackman being a... We're talking X-Men for a second. He being a producer and lead star of the film and all that, he handpicked him because he loved that work that he did. And then I think the studio just went, nah, 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 nah. You got to do all this shit, and that just became an absolute cluster. Oh, yeah. That movie. Oh, I tell a lie. I never heard of Gavin Hood again since then. Because I tell a no lie. Touch him, uh, Brendan. You'll love this one. He born May twelfth, nineteen sixty-three, Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh, quite right. <laughs> I can't believe it. A ball would get in amongst it. You'd love that. God, yeah. <laughs> Great people, Gavin, um, from my hood. <laughs> Stop it. Direct. 
Sotzi? Yeah, Sotzi. That's what Sotzi? got him the right. That's what got him the job for Wolverine. Mm. What's that? A movie? Mm. Yeah. Two thousand and five. Yeah. Sotzi. Six days in the violent life of a young Johannesburg gang leader. That's right. Oh, I did not fuck that prawn. That <laughs> 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 prawn, eh? Oh, he, and he wrote and directed that. Sotzi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was all gone. He was. Ooh. He was like. He he was like for that one film. He's kind of like where that guy directed Parasite, Bon Joon Ho. This year, it was like, oh my god, this guy's the next. Like, we need to get him into American films. And they're like, oh. here, have X Men Origins Wolverine, and we'll tell you what to do. And he shit the bed. Oh, well, god. and then he did um, uh, 2013's Ender's Game with Harrison Ford. He directed that as well. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen that. I never no, saw, I it. saw it. Either. Yeah, no. I get confused between that and what was that one that we went and saw that has Ready Brenton Thwaites in it? No, oh, no, the, right, the Giver. Brenton Thwaites, the Giver. Oh I god, yeah, I've seen that the one too. Game. If you know what I mean. Well, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think um, the Giver's got a um, SG One tie-in as well. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Um, old mate. Seven degrees of separation type. Yeah, like the brother Bridges. Um, yeah, Bridger. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. One of the for. Bridges. One of the Bridges. Yes. But I digress. Mm. So I reckon Colonel Vaseline's character would have been nicer if when Anubis left. His body. Because mm. remember, he didn't have any memories of the trip. Mm. Yeah. It would have been cool if he couldn't speak English. Oh! He just, he just woke yes. up and he's speaking Russian. Then you'd know some shit was going on. Yeah. That would have been sick. Obviously, they had a few red herrings in between when you realised he was possessed. But mm. I don't... Yeah, I just feel like that could have been really cool if he just woke up. And Daniel's like, what? Yeah. That would have been sick. That would have been cool. They would just would have had to write around the fact that they wouldn't have sent a Russian to the SGC to like to be on SG one if he couldn't speak English. I don't know. He was so he it's was like Commando five thousand. Yeah, read his resume. But it's like if they'd like offered him the job. Do you reckon the Russians care about that? Like the French don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they speak French. Everybody should speak French. True. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't. Yeah, but you're right. That's mm. that's one plot hole. But that yeah. just would have been. You could write nice. around that. You could say it's like they yeah. they offered him the job after Anubis took over, and Anubis yeah. was like, yeah, 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 baby, yeah. Send me there. Boom. Of course they speak English. Oh, well, you know, you could, he could have... Well, didn't he say he was he possessed the astronaut and then the astronaut possessed... Was it him directly uh, after? Yeah, or was yeah. it Vas- one of Vas- his... Vasilov went to visit the astronaut because they were old friends. Right. And that's the... When so you could have read around that, say, like, he was in charge... He he went into the military, in charge of the military guy, and he transferred him. Away yeah, away, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. One line of dialogue would have... I just, said, I just had that, that thought that that would have been cool... He just mm. had no memory of that and spoke only that's, Russian. Yeah, my little a- my little side hustle for this episode, which I think if I had any talent whatsoever at writing and I was able to like write a book, you know how people like write the SG one novels and stuff like mm. that, is you notice um later in the episode there's like a red headed um sergeant that O'Neill kinda has to save. I forget I forget his name in it. But that's the guy who played young Hammond in oh, 1969. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, that is young Hammond who's come from 1969 <laughs> to 2004. To stop Anubis. To stop Anubis oh, or yeah. to help Jack out in his first week of being general oh, on the base. That would actually you know? be great too. <laughs> so Holy thing. shit. He's come <laughs> And forward. he didn't recognise him? Why? Yeah. Because he's Jack. He doesn't know anyone. He doesn't know the little people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, he worked with Walt for five years and then he's like, well, Walter, he didn't even know he had a desk. Yeah, see, <laughs> you know. So I think I, that's totally plausible. He wouldn't recognise Young Hammond. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's like around the world shit. Whoa. <laughs> You're right. That could actually be what, what like an off-canon 
novel yeah. where it's like in your own head canon that can that can exist, but yeah. without it, it doesn't change it was like the, 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 the episode. The who who knows the Knox or someone just like mm. sent him to the future. Yeah, and then you could yeah. have that same actor in that same timeline. In I keep calling it a reboot, but I don't want it to be mm. a reboot, like a soft reboot. They're mm. always calling it reboots, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like anyway, a continuation. Yeah. Of the Stargate, he could be like the Hammond from the past or whatever, or yeah. And then he has to go back eventually, so he can't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, just, relive his life. like this whole grandfather paradox where he's got to do something to yeah. go back and do something or other. Yeah, it's... imagine that. Like if I, big, if I had a big, if I a big roll of butcher's paper, I could, I could. Or maybe knock he's out from an alternate little... reality. Ooh, See, an alternate timeline. Stargate Origins. Don't start. <laughs> George Hammond because then yeah. we could have went hey that guy that you just thought was an actor playing a different character no 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 no, no, no. no that's right. Hammond whole undercover other thing and then it would have fit into canon and it would have made sense because old Hammond always knew about the SG thing before he yeah because of the, the cut show from 1969 started, and he never said anything because he had a yep. little secret note and shit so that would have fit boom God. It's right yeah, there. That could be a total paradox. Could be yeah. awesome. That could be awesome. Yeah. Could be a mess, but it could, could be, be awesome. a mess. Yeah, 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 you're right. In yeah. my mind, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> As an idea, it's awesome. As, As an a idea, fully it's awesome. Yeah. Written plan. It probably yeah, with, does not work. I've worked nothing out aside from what I've just said. Mm. But in my mind, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And let's leave it there when yeah. it's still awesome. Yeah. Oh, we could do like I uh, remember when we went and saw um, Predestination. Yes. That mind f- of a film. Imagine yes. like a Hammond Predestination. Hybrid. No, I wouldn't even know oh. how you'd work that out. Have you seen Predestination? <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and um, Sarah Snook. That's her name. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I'll, oh, it's I'll, a mind. I'm going to give that to you. Gonna, yeah, you've got to watch that. that. On Blu-ray and yeah, this. yeah. Maybe you gave it to me on Blu-ray. I haven't opened it. I've done mm. a Lewis on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a Lewis, but I've never no. I bought it, and I've ne- it's never left. There's a different shelf. time mm. travel one that you gave me. Still yes. in the wrapper. And I. But that was like a more of a. Indie film, I think. This was small time. Yeah, and pretty much was. I'll tell you what. Small. I'll tell you Maybe how small it was. time I think that it film been. that I gave you is. I have no memory of giving that. Wow, this... the mystery continues. Either now. way, oh, well, <laughs> anyone it's just gonna be good. Get around predestination and have your mind completely. <laughs> f- yeah. The thing I feel that O'Neill missed out on. He it was his first time he locked down the mountain. Mm. I just really wanted yeah. him to say wildfire. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then just to wildfire. cut away, like zoom in, music, wildfire, and then it just cuts. He's like. What does wildfire mean anyway? <laughs> Lock down the mountain. <laughs> George is always wildfire. talking about that shit. Yeah, and then Hammond just comes in and just jizzes on his face. <laughs> He's one trying to bring them in food. Yeah. He just wants to be part of the lockdown. No, what, what happens? He... Have yourself the self-destruct, Jack. No, so, I don't uh, do that, mate. He initiates wildfire from um, Hammond's old office, and what he doesn't realize is his voice activates like a hidden panel that opens up, <laughs> and it's Hammond's jizz rag that didn't take with him. <laughs> <laughs> and some Vaseline yes, and some and, oh, speaking that, of Colonel Vaseline and it says Colonel on it the Vaseline <laughs> just is, is, the brand is Colonel oh, <laughs> I know that name it sounds familiar people uh, listen to us because they love these characters and we're just destroying yeah. them week by week talking about great characters how basic is Dr. Brightman oh. fuck me doctor, is exactly the new, the new phrase that she? we told yeah. Dr. Monotone uh, this is uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep yeah ironic that her name's got the word bright in it because yeah. she's fucking ain't bright fucking dull she's man dull as hell <laughs> Dr. Dull man wow <laughs> she should have been called Dr. Chloroform because you just put people to sleep 
More like chlorophyll. Uh, <laughs> Borophyll. Yeah. Well, actually, we got someone on social hit us up about her the other day. And so I did a bit of oh, research. Tara, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Tara. And um, I um, I did a bit of research. And yeah, she was actually uh, filmed scenes for next week's episode as well, Zero Hour. But they ended up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're cut. shame. And then that's it for uh, Dr. Brightman. Brightman, don't bother. You're cut. <laughs> yeah. But they bring her back for four episodes of Stargate Universe as Dr. Brightman. Oh, yes. Yeah. I knew I'd seen her in more. And then she also plays an Altaran in um, Ark of Truth. At the very, right. the flashback oh, at the very, right. very start. On top of that mountain thing. Yeah, on top of a mountain. Um, yeah, so obviously the, the production likes the actress. And I think she does have I'll a very, um, I think she would <laughs> I have I don't know the... what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to say something like that. <laughs> I think with the right dialogue, she would have quite a calming and, and like centered nature. No, boring. But when she's, yeah, when she's giving like medical dialogue, like when we're still mourning Janet, it's like, yeah. oh God, just shut up. Just say just... one milligram epi and shut the yeah. Like you know, can you like? There's, there's even if she'd stayed on for the next three seasons, there's no way she's pulling a Janet where she's like entering the room on a gurney doing compressions, no. like screaming. Well, stat. I mean, the next Doctor's like, not that much better. So not to ruin anything for myself and for Reese, but the way that you were like, oh yeah, they got her back next week, but they cut her, and then she's in SGU. Is that her done? Like that's that, it for Doctor Brian. Oh my god! See you next time. I, see, so. I feel like I recognise her, but I think I must have seen her in every like any other show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how she just acts, though. I think oh yeah, she's yeah. Very... That's that's her natural yeah. kind of voice and tone. It's very yeah. it's interesting. It's it's memorable. Yeah. Like if you think about all those doctors that we had in season one before Janet, there was like that one white haired dude that came back when Daniel went crazy, and then like just three generic guys. Mm-hmm. Like I remember Doctor Brightman because her voice is so distinct and interesting. But interesting. You just said it was so boring. No, no, that's the thing. It's her as a doctor is dull. Like if she was a different kind of character, Mm. like if if she was like a teal or a you know something like who was supposed to be monotone, it'd be great. Mm. But when she's just giving medical exposition, it's boring as hell. No, I reckon you would have recognised. You know that show where there's that really boring character. That's her. (laughs) 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 Oh, I get it. Oh, right, that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. So I think, uh, yeah, I don't know whether they realised she wasn't a good fit. It's and it's when I was looking her up, it's kind of a mixed bag. On some sort of fan sites, say Doctor Brightman was the new chief medical officer, and others just say she was one of the base doctors. Mm. So she could have just been right. an interim fill in until they actually found a proper physician for the. Um, for the I think physician. it's kind of it does uh, make sense because you don't. The, I think the wound's still sore from Janet. So if you just have mm. a couple of who cares doctors in between the next doctor, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, filter it all out. It, and, and that would also be kind of a fuck you to Terrell as well, because it's like, oh, we killed you off because we thought the series was ending. The series yeah. is back, and now someone else is going to get your regular gig. Kind of like yeah. a redundancy. Like they've like they've like let it go, but we can't replace you in your exact role. Mm. So we're just going to fill yeah. you in by welcome our new our new doctor, Doctor Janelle Fraser, Janet's <laughs> twin sister. <laughs> It's like Phoebe Buffet. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the evil twin, though. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. She's got a mustache. Yeah. She's got a full goatee. She's full, yeah, full goatee. Have you heard of Veet? Yeah. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> Carter loves saying foothold situation. Oh, does she? She says it in foothold yeah. to to the hairy mailbag. Hair, hair, hairy mailbone, I mean. Oh, yeah. And uh, she says, I, think, I think when Daniel passes out and wakes up, she's like, Daniel, we have a foothold situation. I was like, <laughs> love that word. She says it, she said it a few times. Well, I guess Anil Anil stole lockdown, so she couldn't use that. Yeah, she's like, I'll use a different episode title. I'll say foothold. I did yeah. like um Jack's kind of standing mandate to Carter now, though. 
I'm only going to say this once, Carter. At ease. Hmm. I did like that. The way she's still like jumping up every time he walks in the room, wanting to like stand at attention. And he's mm. like, "Mate, it's me. Just yeah. relax." And I like that he would. I I can't see him doing that to anybody else except for SG One. And so, yeah, like, and it will really yeah, only yeah, Carter God, yeah. because the other well, two that's are the civilians. other two. Yeah. So well, uh, I mean, like next week in Zero Hour, he's talking to Hammond. And he's like, "Hello, General," and he's like, "I know. I go to start calling you George, but I just yeah, say General give instead." Give me some time on that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. It's like he's just used to being in a certain structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the one thing is he's obviously forgotten a conversation that he had back with um, Hammond back when Jonas joined the team. Because this is something that he said in this episode uh, just regarding um, trying to find oh, a replacement. The three-man yeah, team. the three-man the three team. So we're sticking with the three-man team. Why not? It's one less decision I have to deal with. There's nothing in the regulations that says an SG team has to be made up of four people. There you go. Problem solved. Thank you. Now, he basically had that same conversation with Hammond, where he's like, why can't it just be the three of us? And then Hammond is like, oh, you know, Dr. Jackson provided a vital thing of blah, 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 blah. But he's like, Hammond said to him, there's nothing in the regulations that it, that it has to be a four-man team. So mm. he's clearly just forgotten all that. Yeah. And but, everyone, everyone else we know of is a four-man at this stage, don't we? Like, I guess yeah. there's, it, there's been no question about it because SG-1 is a four-person team. Yeah. Yeah. As if they're not already going to get special enough treatment being O'Neill's <laughs> old team. They just get around going, no, we only need three of us. I mean, yeah. this season they don't even suit up. They This this, this season where they start going through singlets. the gate in singlets. We've yeah. seen Tilk do that, haven't yeah. we? Rock, yeah, up, th- rock through with a singlet. Oh, he might have. Did, like did, did he do that in Death Nell? He didn't, like... Yeah. Yeah, I think he did it in Death Nell. He had the guns out. Mm. Yeah. And then he had the guns he had out the as well. He had the two P90s or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't operate P90s with sleeves. Yeah. Like that's- I'm, I'm honestly I'm still I'm still ruined on Tilk. I forget who who in the room suggested it, but it's like from like this point onwards, Tilk should have had the the Carl Warrior yeah, wrist that. mounted. He should have had the gauntlet. Yeah, that's mounted. that's basically ruined Tilk for me for the next three seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But like when Tilk's he comes back, oh. in, in 2022. Oh yeah, talking boom. Yeah, yeah, like straight into it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, we're oh, gonna need to. So good. They're gonna need to start creatively. And he just carries it. like a Donatello stick. Yes, yes. Ooh. Just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> just has it on his back. Yeah. Oh no, I'm um, a, a, a Nightwing one where it's two. Mm. Oh, you can, you can break it in and half. then yeah, connects it into a bow yes. staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or one that extends. I call out. it a Donatello Ooh. stick. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a bow staff because only because I what it is. only because yeah. I bought one and I literally bought it. and It's called Donatello's bow staff. Oh, yeah. love it. So it's literally like it's that thick, like it's it's like the size of my my of your wrist. penis. Yeah, my penis, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Impressive. Um, for, yeah, for those who can't see, the diameter is r- just huge. Obviously, huge. Like a human <laughs> hand, a human hand couldn't get around that, but one of those three fingered <laughs> turtle hands could totally swing that mother. Oh god, yeah. Wow, that was a load. <laughs> <laughs> it sure was. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, how? I, f- I think they've. Struggled with the transition of of O'Neill being the general because there was in the briefing room it was a bit clunky. I felt like there was a lot of exposition scene. Uh, sorry, exposition dialogue where they're in the briefing room. Jack, Sam, and Tilk. It was really weird because obviously Daniel was wasn't there because he was sick or whatever. But Jack was asking questions like Hammond would, like, "Oh, yeah. how do we know that?" and 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 then Sam and Tilk are explaining it to Jack. I'm like, Jack's been with him the whole way. He yeah. knows virtually everything about Anubis. So I'm just, 
I just think they need to figure out a new way of how to kind of explain it to the audience without because the briefing yeah. room is just too clunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially this early on with him, he would have such good knowledge of SG One and Anubis. Mm. Yeah, and it's normally you know Hammond is the one sitting there having stuff explaining explaining it to, mm. and then because he's know, not there. Yeah, and he's then not and then Jack it. Jack's the one doing the the quips. So it's like you kind of lose, and that's the fun part of. Mm. Of the briefing room scenes, so yeah, to have that shift with with O'Neill, yeah, taking taking the hammers, like they could is, probably do it bit mid season odd. because he's out of the loop. But mm. I just felt like this early on is just kind of like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, he knows why is he asking those dumb questions? Mm. Yeah, I'd almost prefer it if they just did away with the briefing room scenes and it was like tagged on to the scene where they're like all in Carter's lab, just when he says at ease, you know, yeah. permanently, like I almost would prefer them just getting together like that rather mm. than these formal briefings in yeah, the briefing that's true. room, you yeah. know, because that's, that's the kind of way I feel Jack would, not with the other teams, I feel like Jack would be very by the book yeah. with the other teams, but with SG1, I feel like they could just go, yeah, pretty sir, chill. Yeah, we want to do this one, do this. From yeah. the briefing room is to go on. Well, how yeah. about those yeah. dorks, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to see them like just debriefing like in the cafeteria, just mm. like eating jello. Even O'Neill like walking into the briefing with like a piece of cake mm. from the cafeteria yeah. and yeah, just like yeah. eating cake while they're doing the briefing. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, it definitely needed something. It, it is good to mention that, I can't remember if you mentioned at the start, Mitch, Joe, Joe Malozzi, Paul Mully wrote this and it's called Lockdown. Like we're in the base. Mm. We're not going off world. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. They're like, not only are we going to do an Earthbound episode, we're locking you yeah. in. <laughs> love it. And we're not even going to initiate wildfire. Yeah. So annoying. That's unfortunate. You're going to have one CGR shot at the end, <laughs> which will be in the clip shows yeah. moving forward so we can get paid again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the main, the thing that annoyed me the most is that um, Dr. Uh, Dullman, Dullman yep, said, uh, <laughs> crushing their nicknames, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dullman said- I kind of wish she'd come back now so we could call her Dr. Dullman yeah, more. That's right. She'll said, be in our uh, in memoriam. <laughs> she'll be back in universe. will be fine. She says, there's nothing we can do now for Colonel Vaseline except manage his pain. I felt like just putting my hand up and going, ooh, 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 tritonin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like a wonder drug. Yeah. It's supposed to fix everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Get Carter and a um, protein market to get one of those um, Gould healing devices that you've got stored away. Yeah. Mm. Give that a crack. Exactly. Yeah. Call Jacob up. Jacob, what are you doing? Yeah. Call Jacob, yeah. yeah. I didn't even bother. Hey, he's Russian. Like, oh, he's Fuck Russian. It. Don't worry about <laughs> it. So, well, also, he just had Anubis inhabit his body. So, yeah, for like two weeks or something. You know, maybe he could be useful. Like, I feel like that mm. is something that the uh, Toka would actually pick up their phone for. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed too with Colonel Vaseline, Daniel, uh, he asked Daniel to post a letter in case uh, to his sister, I think, in case mm. he's in case he dies. And Daniel says in Russian, "In the kingdom of hope, there is no winter," and hands him back the letter, basically saying, "You'll be right, son." But there's a hidden message behind that. It turns out that Daniel just really hates the post office. <laughs> Like, he knows Vasilov's definitely going to be dead, but um, he just couldn't be asked waiting. He's like, dude, I don't do that shit. Have you you been to an American post office? (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> but does, yeah. does the base have its own postmaster? And Daniel's just like, I'm so far above yeah, that guy. Bro, I don't I'm do not, that. I'm not delivering letters <laughs> to like... Fortunately, I have actually slept with the woman behind the desk <laughs> yeah. at the post office, so... Unfortunately, yeah. I don't, I don't stop. I don't stop between levels 14 and 1. Yeah. Uh, and postmaster's on 3. I'm just here for so... virtue signalling, so <laughs> I don't really want to do anything else. <laughs> Daniel Jackson in 2020 would totally be a virtue signaller, oh, yeah. I reckon. He'd be totally. woke AF, man. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Unfortunately. Uh, no, you make a good point. Yeah, he just didn't want to. Yeah, and then he died. He's like, ah. Oh. He died, really, right? Really died. Well, he's Nothing he's, we can do but, apart from manage his pain. Yeah, and then he's frozen on the um, oh, yeah, on right, the planet. Yeah. I forgot about that bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the key ending. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I guess one. like you raise a good point. He's the, dead, he could like, be alive. Oh, so is Anubis. The entity is 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 floating in space and inhabiting like metal objects and shit. Yeah, that was but you like it it's colder in space than it would have been on that planet. So Sure. If so Freeze is he... going to kill him, but is it like, oh, well, he should because he's inhabiting a body, so therefore he is at the behest of of the mortality of that body. Yeah. If that body dies, does he is he incapable well, of escaping it, or it... is he just yeah like flying around at the frozen? risk at the risk of. Uh, spoiling any more than I already have, which I didn't realise about Anubis coming back. Uh, that, oh no, you were very subtle, but um. yeah, I just with Reese not here, I was just like, we can talk freely, and I totally There's still listeners that he'll listen, yeah. ha- follow along. Yeah. Surely, come on now. Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, we've actually uh, like just on the. I reckon last couple of weeks we've had a lot of people come and say. I was looking for a new show, and I picked up yeah. SG One, and I picked up your podcast. Come on, like at the I same said, time. if they're going to kill Anubis in Lost City, they're not oh. gonna, they're not going to bring him back for this one episode yeah. to freeze him on a planet, and that's how Anubis yeah. goes out. Oh, I'm not even going. Like, he's I'm, coming back. I was like, I, I did the same thing. Like, stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> when he got frozen, I'm like, but that's the end. Like, it was almost really? like you could have you could have done that, I guess. But it's yeah, like, it would have been way better had he have died from ancient weaponry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been City, more fitting. Like, that yeah, that's it. Like, you bring him back. You can't do that because it's almost like when. They brought back Apophis again, 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 and it's like, oh, he's in a ship that just falls into a planet. It's like, nah, I, yeah. I, his death should have come at the hands of Teal or something 100%. like that, right? Mm. Not just like choking him to death, like yeah. he did with Cronus or whatever. Like I've seen, I've seen SG One, I've seen all this shit. Like I haven't seen Atlantis, I haven't seen Universe, but I've seen SG One. So, but still, when Reese says every week, mm, Apophis not dead, I'm like. I know I've I've still got hope <laughs> because I don't want that oh, to he'll be, be the back, way baby. that he died. Yeah, he'll 2022. Hey, <laughs> Peter yeah. Williams. So mate, just this is your god. Just just keep the gold garb in the in the in the wardrobe, mate. You yeah, know. get the abs out and um. But yeah, so there is a bit of a fan thingy. People have a bit of an issue with it. And okay, if you haven't seen the rest of season eight, skip ahead thirty seconds or whatever. But basically, the next time we catch up with Anubis, he's like in charge of his armies again in a new body. And he doesn't reference the fact that he's that he was frozen on that planet. Mm. So I think the idea behind it for SG One is he's gone to that planet. That body is now frozen and useless to him, and there's nobody else on that planet. So Anubis Anubis as a cloud can't dial the gate. So mm. he's essentially trapped on that planet as a little ghost foggy thing. Yeah. But does he just leave orbit on his own because they they never address? Yeah. How he gets off that planet, but he mm. does. So there is a little bit of a. But we're not meant to know that yet. That's what I said. Everyone skip ahead thirty seconds. <laughs> we're good. It's safe now. What? A, what? Yeah. Like, okay. We're Welcome back, to, back. Okay, we're back to the point of speculating. Like I'm just saying. So if he walks through, and it looks like he was pretty immediately frozen, right? Like he would have. Fought, it yeah, was that he got cold. Like he couldn't. Ten meters. I think he was right. shaking, and he had icicles on yeah. his nose. Already. And I was trying to like determine how far away is he from the gate. Like 
Cooley's there. Mm. But if he's there frozen, and we're meant to believe at this point, at the very least, we're meant to think, well, there he is. He's frozen in that body, and that body is frozen to that ground Forever. on frozen planet, right? Next time someone just randomly dials that gate, does that body disintegrate in the event horizon? And uh, Ooh, that should, in the yes. oh, I, th- I reckon that, he was far enough dest- past. Would that have destroyed the cloud? Well, don't, yeah, don't forget, Anubis was in charge of him in mm. control of his body, so he probably yeah. would have made sure. He got I feel like he past got like a solid push. five or ten steps. It so is enough. a bit of a force perspective. I reckon, yeah. yeah, that if the gate activated again, and and that's but the thing the, is, but how do you? But I'm just like, if he didn't. The fact that little ghost thing seems to survive everything. Does the mm. Kawush kill that ghost if he's just hovering yeah, around? I think a oh, Kawush could would. kill the ghost, but he doesn't. Now the body's used. Now that it's frozen, it's it's useless he's, to him. Yeah, he's so away. He, he he's probably just floating around the planet, yeah. going. I, I have, actually have a. I'm having a flashback of a Star Trek episode. Oh no, no, no. shit! <laughs> ironically, <laughs> it's, a, it's a no, no. Ironically, <laughs> it's a, it's an episode of Futurama that yeah. makes fun of Star Trek, where there's this evil cloud living on a planet, and he. Yeah, and he just goes around the planet as this big sparkly green cloud. I could combat that and just piss you off and say that he went to the island and he's that weird black smoky thing at the in in Lost, you know. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Ewan McGregor movie, The Island. Oh well, what a film! Uh, Unfortunately, not Um, no (laughs) no black ghost creature to be seen. I think that you've put more thought into Lost than they did for that entire like series run. Just mm. by saying that Anubis well, was the black cloud okay. from um, let's let's not let's not let your hatred of J.J. Abrams uh, inhabit my little theory. Well, I hate him because that show ended up being that show had me for like the first like eight episodes. It was a good show. <laughs> had everyone. And it was like it bold and the beautiful. Nowhere. <laughs> Still haven't seen it all. Uh, I'll get there one day. No, um, they didn't ever address what the cloud was. And there's polar bears. And, oh, I thought the fat one ate it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, Ricky Gervais's joke. Uh, didn't it? Yeah, we mentioned before six days of lockdown. Mm. I noticed Walter wasn't there this episode. Ooh. So if they have locked down for six days and you're at home, <laughs> do you not have to go to work for a week? Did Absolutely, he, you don't. Did he have to go um, and pick up the keys to Tilk's apartment? Because Tilk said he was picking <laughs> up the apartment on Tuesday. He was posting Vaseline's letter. Oh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously Tilk couldn't actually pick up his apartment on the Tuesday because he was yeah. in lockdown. He's in lockdown. Doing, he's doing Tilk's He lost his bond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh. He calls Walter. Walter. Yeah. Oi. There's Walter in like a, in like a, in like a, you know, he's in like a lifting belt, (laughs) pushing Teal's credenza (laughs) up three flights of stairs. Look, this is the side canon book that we need. (laughs) Six days in lockdown, but it's not about the lockdown situations. Mm. What happened outside? And I want to see that. I want to see him help. Move Tilk in. I want to see him buy all the groceries, and then he's he can't go back to work. He's hanging out with Chevron Seven. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, what's up, baby? Get a couple yeah. of your friends. I got a new pad. We can go hang out." Has an absolute yeah. Project X rager at Tilk's house. Wakes up, dude. Where's my car style? There is just shit everywhere. And when you and see, and that's when he gets a call oh, yeah. to go he back to the base. Falls off the wagon. <laughs> and when you base, see Tilk's and apartment and how it's decorated, can you imagine Walter just holding a rager in that apartment with all their like African tribal masks and stuff on the wall? And the candles thousands and of shit. candles that he has. But then I want the post. I want the post credit scene. Is that like he he gives the keys to Tilk? He's there. Tilk goes into his his apartment, and then <laughs> right like carbon copy of the end of Home Alone. He's like, Walter, what did you do to my room? <laughs> oh, I was thinking. Um, I was Dude, thinking, where's my staff? <laughs> I was thinking playing it like a Ferris Bueller. Yes. Like Walter is Ferris Bueller. Yeah, he's got to be wearing Tilk's, the, Tilk's the apartment. Yep. Tilk's oh. apartment is the Ferrari. 
basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they've got to get it back on time. The, He's always yeah. never saying anything to me. <laughs> they don't respect me. They don't even know my name. Bloody Walter. I <laughs> don't even know. Of course they know your name, bitch. Wow, who would be Walter's Cameron, I wonder? Oh, it'd be Pretty Boy Cumface. That'd be, that'd be Walter's Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron. Cameron from... Um, Ferris Bueller, you know oh, Ferris right. Bueller's friend, yes, yeah. Because obviously Chevron Seven would be. Um, God, I'm I'm still in love with Sloan and oh, Ferris yeah. Bueller's day off. Here's a fun one for you. Just recently with um, uh, the the new Harley Quinn movie coming out. Yeah. In the much, forlorn uh, bird of birds of prey yeah, yeah. Um, TV series, mm. Sloan from Ferris Bueller played Harleen Quinzel in that as like the main baddie. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And then the final episode is her having a fight with the birds of prey to tattoos. All the things she said, all the things she said, oh, running God. through my head, running through my <laughs> Two head. Two tickets to Lesbos. Oh, please. best scene ever. So good. <laughs> like Brennan just said. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a shirt that has like, it's always like card patterns on it. That's like It's like red, black, and white. Yeah. But it's got diamonds on the chest, but it also looks like a laughing mouth. Because the, you'd have to see it, but it's yeah, I, I oh, watched the levels. The, the levels are yeah. so. And Joe Flanagan oh. isn't an episode. He's a detective. Get in get out! I'm just bringing it door. back, guys. <laughs> Bring it all back to Stargate. <laughs> well, I wrote some trivia. Do you want to field this, Maddie? Oh, all right. Let's do it. These are just Hold easy <clears throat> gimmies. <clears throat> oh yeah, give it to me. Oh yeah. All right. So just in case well, you're not aware, all right, all right. five questions for Maddie. Thirty seconds on the clock. He'll get them all. He knows everything about Stargate. And your time starts after this first question. I haven't read these. You wrote them, but you haven't read them. I wrote everything when I was drunk. I didn't know I had notes on this episode until (laughs) I read them. There's a weird thing here saying, no, no, I don't need to go back. No, no. Don't know what that means. Is that Uh, that a message to your wife and kids? Maybe. (laughs) Don't go back. Oh, don't go back. Don't go back in my heart. Don't go back to Soberville. We have to go back. End of Lost Season 3. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, go All right. It's a, it's a cry for help from drunk Brendan. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of exclamation marks here. <laughs> Your time starts after okay. this. <clears throat> in SG1 Season 8, Episode Lockdown. Mm-hmm. That's this one. Yep. <laughs> what was the name of the Russian colonel? Colonel Vasilov. Correct. What Alexei was the, Vasilov. Correct. What was the binary code for the planet Carter sent Anubis to? Don't know, never know. Come on, mate. Who no. did General O'Neill say was going to be the new fourth member of SG-1? Uh, no one. Correct. While Daniel was possessed, which SG team was he heading off world with? Oh, who cares? Twelve. Incorrect. What was the name of the new base doctor? Uh, Dr. Dullman. Correct. Extra point <laughs> for that. <laughs> Binary code? No. Oh, I'm terrible with numbers. Nothing. I'm terrible with numbers. I, I never right. remember the binary code. You got Vassiloff. That was good. The binary code. Carter said it right at the end. KS seven five three five. So it wasn't even a P. I was no, going to throw it like a P something. You would you would have got it wrong immediately. Yeah. There's only three members of SG one this season. You got that right. Boom. And Daniel went was going off world with SG eleven. Ah. So luckily he didn't go off world. Otherwise he'd be dead. He'd be dead or captured. Again. Yeah. And uh, Doctor. Dr. Dalman. Dr. Dalman. Dr. Brightman, in other words. Yeah. Well done. Well, you didn't get them all. No. That's disappointing. And look, I'm not good with Reese numbers. would have got that binary code. He oh, would have He's good with it. Crushed I, it. I couldn't tell you a single binary code except for, I think, P3X888 is the Unas planet. Oh, what was 666? That was something as well. Yeah, that was something as well. Oh, was that? 
Yeah, I lost yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I lost I, it. I, and I actually felt really good. Um, I might get a that's two for this, but I, when I went to a Star Trek convention in New York back <laughs> oh, in the you day, will. you went to the convention. I, that's right. Yeah, mate. I won a. <laughs> Shut the mic off. No, I won a. I won a trivia contest there. Um, <laughs> oh, of course you did. Oh, yeah. No, but their rules were the, shut the mic. The, the best thing, <laughs> the best thing is that their rules were you like because anyone could ask a question. Like the whole, it was like in a big convention, and room. no one could get a word in. No, no, no. from you. <laughs> no, everyone could ask a question, but the rules were you couldn't ask a question where the answer was a number. And I'm like, I've got this because anything with a number, yeah, like I don't know the star dates or anything like that. Anything mm. like that. No, you wouldn't. Um, and same as why I don't know that the the. The binary codes for SG1 are just numbers don't stick in my brain. Mm. Well, usually yeah. we play, you know, Daniel, your father made you wrong type situation because it's all, and, you know, mm. it's all specifically um, Reese. towards Reese. We don't yeah. have anything. Although, have... I've just seen something that, Brenda, you might not even remember this because you, you, we got this sorted a little while ago and we just, we don't need to use it yet. But um, in light of Maddie taking the place of, uh, of Reese in this quiz and not getting everything correct, we can play this for you. Brendan knows way more about Stargate than I do. Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. I was wondering when those would start coming back. Well, that's true, isn't it? KS7535. We all know that now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Brendan knows that. It's easy. Oh, mate. Last week tomorrow. I thought I'd got... I'd, I thought I'd gotten away with all that. Oh, that's oh, so good. that's a shame. We've still got another three or four years to go, mate. Yeah. They're coming back. Yeah, I'll just highlight <laughs> that so that uh, I held it in high rotation. Oh, that's so good. Probably the best thing you've ever said as well. <laughs> God, I've gotten close to playing that sometimes, and I was like, no, nah, save it. Save it, save it. I didn't even know it was so there. That nice. was good. That was good. Yeah. I wonder it has perfect. inspired on my little soundboard. But, Absolutely uh, perfect. Oh, believe me, I do remember that, Mitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once you gave Just it to me, you told time. me, so, hey, there's that thing that could be fun to play one day. Yeah. And I left that all up to you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And you've never you've never brought it back up again. And mm. I've this whole, like, the last 18 months, I'm like, I'm letting him down. I've let him down again. Every week, I'm, I've let <laughs> yeah. him down because I haven't brought it up, nor have I played it. I'm letting him down. That was like the start of season five, wasn't it? That was when I emptied the... Emptied the mailbag. Yeah. Emptied the box the of shame. The box of shame yeah. in the mailbag. That was like beginning of first couple of episodes of season five. So if it all wow. season five, all season Probably six, all was. season seven. It was yeah. worth it, Mitch. Well done. Yeah, well done. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's episode 156 of Get Into Gates. Oh, yeah. Season 8, Stargate SG-1, episode number 3. Next week, we're talking Stargate Atlantis. Going back to the Pegasus Galaxy, talking episode 3, oh, Hide yeah, baby. and Seek. Where are we? Oh, God. What's what going on? What is the this? hell is going on? It's the song, Hide and Seek, by Imogen uh, Heap. No. By who? Imogen Heap. No, I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it was big on the OC. It was the song they played when Marissa died on the OC. That Spoiler. sounds oh, like a Spoiler very alert. Uh, what a... Look, I still remember where I was. I was watching TV when uh, when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't kill her. That's not what I'm yeah. saying, but... Uh, the dust oh, has Jesus just Christ. Let's turn this off now. All right. To well, uh, anyway, we'll see you next week for some SGA action. Hide and seek more uh, get in the gates. Hey, and if you don't want to feel like you're in lockdown, join us on Patreon. Oh, yes. God, absolutely. yeah. I mean, what? if it was a lockdown situation, we'd be really mm. rationing because people are just joining. Like, well, I mean, you know so. what? If I was in lockdown, I'd want to be with our new patrons. Yes. God, yeah. Imogen Armstrong, yeah. welcome. The strong the army. St- the strong army. No, I'm strong. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jessica Martin. 
JM. JM, the Mardo. Mardo. Uh, Dan Owen. No, I don't trust someone with two first names. Owen? I'm going to let Owen slide. Mm. Yeah, because you shouldn't name your kid Owen. Yeah, well, no. He's Shout named... out to the Owens out I there. I do have a good friend called Owen. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't be called that. That's on that slide. Should be yeah, called like I mean, Jeff la- or John. Last <laughs> but not Owen. Well, that that's awkward because <laughs> the next person we're welcoming is Owen Ellis. So that's awkward. That's even better. We had a Dan Owen. It sounds like we've meant to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we had a Dan Owen, did. and then we got an Owen Ellis, so we can we can get them together. Um, Matt Dykes, the Vag, as I like to call him. <laughs> The badge. Uh, ironically, the next person, been quite clever, left off their last name. So it's just Stephen. So welcome, Stephen. Steve-O. Uh, then we've got someone really creative. I love this. Commander Boreal. B-O-R-E-A-L-A. A-L-E, sorry. Boreali. Boreali. Boreal. Like, yeah. like um, L'Oreal. Uh, I was trying to think of the guy from, from Buffy. I've completely forgotten his name. David Boreanis. David, no, yeah. David Boreanis. Aurora Borealis. Buff. Uh, a cheeky... Uh, who's already been on to some of our socials, uh, which I think might even... I'm suspecting it's it's Brennan in disguise. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Getz, who's been, um, who's been che- cheeky on the um, on the socials lately. Uh, and a special shout-out to the man who went above and beyond, Daniel Lount. So welcome to all those guys Lounty. and girls uh, to Patreon. What did he Patreon. do that was above and beyond? Oh, he just, you know... Rubbed you down good. He just gave me a, gave me a Matt Dykes. <laughs> I'll give you one Mac Dykes. Yeah. Little costume. For an Owen. Yeah, for an Owen. Wow. Yeah, he owned owned my Ellis, if you know what I mean. Welcome, guys. And and girls. Welcome to the... Yeah. I don't want to say it, but I will. Welcome to the fam, fam. Welcome to the fam, bam. I hate that. But anyway, I said it. Get into geek.